and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where two friends who are basically like sisters gab about their favorite TV show, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're tackling the 12th episode in the series, The Custody Battle. Um, We meet Gloria. Yes, exactly. More family affairs. Very exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Gloria's here. I also, Sophia's back to looking a little bit ragged. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> yeah. she's a little bit, she's pretty mean in this episode right away. Oh, yeah, she definitely is. It's, I mean, it sets up the whole, like, they're kind of having a spat or a longer fight or, you know, they're wearing on each other type of thing. Sets up the whole uh, drama for the battle. Um, but, yeah, it is it is kind of irritating. <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, um, right away I, I noted that um, she's just harassing Dorothy about getting a date. But, um, you know, and I guess that's already pretty mean. <laughs> but it's it's mean. She's like, well, it's not like you have a date tonight or any day. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> I know. Chill out, man. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you proud of her for rejecting her ex-husband, the Yutz? <laughs> she just slept with him. Give her a I minute. Know. Um, but i do love that dorothy never wavers and and you know continues to know her her worth so sophia's like harassing her about never having a date and dorothy's response which is just so simple and so true and i wish so many more women (laughs) would take this as their life philosophy um she's like when i find someone going out worth going out with i'll go out with him and yep that's it that's it that's that's the whole thing that's what you need to do (laughs) (sighs) But it's also funny because, again, with this whole, you know, uh, running argument that they have, which, again, as we said, Dorothy is clearly in the right here. It really just it smacks of the triangle episode where, like, Dorothy and Blanche have, like, a little tiff and then it's like, move out. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so funny because it's the same thing here. It's like, oh, Gloria shows up right on time. Yeah, I'm just going to move out. I'm not going to, like, talk to you about it at all. It's so stupid. It's so crazy. But to be fair, you know, I mean, Gloria does have servants, so it sounds like a pretty sweet gig. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to bring Gloria down a peg. She is okay, so all rude. Right. <laughs> all right. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. So... Well, first of all, before Gloria gets there, I first of all, we haven't really gone into the fashion of this show, but we Blanche's dress um, in the first scene where she walks in this episode is so great. I love it. I would buy oh, yeah. it now. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, like you talked about this before, but there's more jewelry exchanging in this series than like oh, anything so I've ever seen. They only have like four pieces of jewelry yeah. <laughs> that rotates between, between them. <laughs> Um, this is another fun fact, which I'm sure you know, is that, you know, Rue McClanahan wrote into her contract that she got to keep all of the fashion from this show. So uh, smart. <laughs> I don't think it I don't think it included the jewelry, the four pieces, but uh, <laughs> but definitely the dresses, which is great. Um, yeah. And so also before Gloria gets there, we, we've talked about dated references that are um, somehow still funny. But when they're talking about um, Jane Polly, who at the time was the host <laughs> yeah. of the Today Show and is now on CBS Sunday Morning, and I love her. Um, and Rose is like <laughs> speculating about um, whether or not Jane Polly can stand up. And she's like, maybe Willard just has to carry her around the set <laughs> because you know a TV anchor is always sitting at a desk, and it's exactly. so cute. It's so like innocent Rose assuming that the TV anchors are never standing. <laughs> Seriously, and again, like again, the dated reference just from Jane Polly alone, but the fact that it's like a TV anchor, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's such a different format today. It's amazing. Um, also, and- another funny clarification of uh is when blanche comes in and she's talking about 
about she goes Macbeth and then she goes in Mr. William Shakespeare's masterpiece Macbeth it's like <laughs> oh that Macbeth thank you for clarifying like, did they feel like the audience wouldn't understand this literary reference I don't know it cracked me up <laughs> yeah there's a lot of community theater in the series so it's um you know we're seeing the roots of that here I guess yes. um and I love Blanche is asking so when she's asking for jewelry she's also asking for um for makeup I think and then you know like some they start talking about something else and then they don't get it and then somebody brings it back and Blanche is like oh why paint the peacock and it's exactly. just so it's so perfect so she's oh, very confident perfect. she's gonna get to play Lady Macbeth absolutely absolutely because she <laughs> I got this part in the sack <laughs> you mean in the bag <laughs> no oh, she means in the sack <laughs> which comes up yet again which is yeah. amazing it's so fantastic so um all right so so Gloria gets there so Gloria gets there. Blow it out your ditty bag, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Why don't so, you blow it out your ditty bag? <laughs> so Gloria gets there amid this tension with Dorothy and Sophia um, with kind of no real um, root. It's just that they're sort of getting on each other's nerves, which I also think is pretty accurate. Like, you know, like resentments in short periods, not like long terms. But I think that happens a lot in any relationship. It's like you'll get a little annoyed about one thing and then it's like every annoying thing that person does is just like so much worse and you feel the need to point it out. And I feel like that's where they are. They're just like butting heads with no like there's no deep rooted issue, I guess, that we're oh yeah. We're coming up with. Yeah. It's like it's the bitch eating crackers thing. It's, yeah. It's like, you know, that's everything. <laughs> um but it's also interesting too because you know we've had this dynamic with Again, I haven't seen my sister in a long time um, with Virginia, with Blanche and the transplant. Um, and they have, you know, we talked a lot about how they have such a weird family tension and competition, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a similar thing here, but it's, it's complicated by the fact that the mother is present, right? Like she's in between. And, you know, before Gloria even gets there, you know, Dorothy says, Ma, she calls you three times a year when she, when Sophia's talking about how many, you know, dates Gloria's going on and all this other stuff. And, you know, she's making excuses for the other siblings. And I, that's a total other natural reaction um obviously as we pointed out Sophia's being pretty mean here and being very direct about like this your sister's better than you in all these different regards um and uh, except poor Phil you know he's never better than anybody but um but it's it's uh it's very interesting because it's like you of course you would get pissed off of course you would carry all of these weird tensions from before and have a fucking complex because your mother's literally like you know just worshiping your sibling and you're like what am I, chopped liver? Like, you're sitting <laughs> off to the side. Yeah, and that, I think, fuels the competitiveness between Dorothy and Gloria. Um, and I wrote, I noted, like, neither one of us have sisters. Um, so, and I do think the dynamic right. with brothers is different, but Michelle has two sisters, and I think, like, I am obviously very close to that, and I do think the um, competitive slash sort of like keeping up with the Joneses um, theme is, is much stronger in um, not all the time, I assume, but like same gender sibling relationships. Like there's a lot of pressure yeah. to, um, you know, because you could theoretically uh, measure your life on so many similar levels. Right. Right. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. That's fantastic. Um, the, uh, <laughs> this, sorry, skipping ahead to like when Gloria shows up and she brings presents oh my God. Like, immediately. <laughs> like it's this, it's 
again, it's like a natural thing, I guess you would do. Um, but it just sets the tone immediately, right? For who she is. She's like not even she's at the hotel. She's not even staying, you know, with them, all that kind of stuff. They have an argument. I also I also love the presence thing where it's like a TV gimmick to save time, I get it, where she's like, open these, this is what they are. <laughs> like the gift <laughs> it cracks me up. So again, it's just like this, you know, again, like you're saying, the sister, you can compare yourself on so many uh fronts and you're already irritated slash like nervous about your sister coming because your mother is like so excited about it and you are feuding with her but then your sister immediately walks in and just tries to buy her off (laughs) yeah and so (laughs) gloria comes and feel like gloria it's um you you said this but so sophia sort of guilts her about staying at a hotel yeah but then later they talk about how gloria arrived in a limo which is just so excessive and so like so she's (laughs) she's arriving in a limo why wouldn't she stay at like the ritz carlton and honestly if you're staying at the ritz carlton you wouldn't want to stay at 5161 you would be like no thank you i'm i'll be much more comfortable at my fancy hotel so exactly or fuck you know why don't you get a room at the ritz for your mother and your sister while you're at it (laughs) she's so rude um (laughs) so and so like dorothy and gloria i mean they actually seem pretty okay right like they're sort of excited to see each other but when they're um when gloria is in dorothy's room and they're having this conversation um and gloria is sort of talking about all reasons that dorothy could resent her and she's like oh, laying in she's like not even because i'm really rich and you're really poor or because all of my children though- are yeah even though my children are professionals and yours aren't it's like how many other places can you hit her <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, Gloria, it's excessive. And it's it's funny because the actress plays it so well as this sort of like lighthearted, like even though this, even though that, like she actually like does it in almost a warm way until you're like, oh, what? what? Who talks to people like this? Get out of here. Also, the practicing professional thing just reminds me of Dennis, the podiatrist too, where you're just like, <laughs> oh, well, my son-in-law is barely a practicing professional. He's only a podiatrist. <laughs> Yeah, and Michael. We haven't even heard about Michael yet. That oh that man, <laughs> I know that fuck up. That really should be forty five. He's twenty. He's also thirty later. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, it's amazing. But so, but so Dorothy's dealing with this like really complex issue in her family, and um, you know, she's fighting with her mom and her sister, who like is the the. Gloria, 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 like the perfect, you know, model sister. Um, and then, of course, Rose comes in with like these tales of her perfect childhood on the farm, with like the Christmases and like how they would all gather around the tree. And it's really funny because Dorothy, you know, like is so just like, oh, God. And it, it's like another um, it's like almost the St. Olive story, you know, like it goes on too long. There are too many unnecessary totally. details. Um, and then <laughs> they're walking out and Rose, um, they're at one point leaving the kitchen and rose starts again with like this reminds me of when daddy would take us to go get hamburgers and blanche just like slams the door in her face it's so good totally totally and dorothy's like who is your father rose michael land <laughs> that's when we get <laughs> but it really it t- yeah, exactly. but it, it totally um like rings true again i there's so many people where and it's not just with family dynamics but definitely with family dynamics um 
and but just other parts about life where somebody could just completely be clueless and go on and on about how perfect x about their life is and how wonderful it is while talking to someone who literally at that moment is going through the opposite <laughs> you know i i feel like there's so many times and even i catch myself to sometimes too i have i have no complaints about my childhood just williamsburg virginia's <laughs> vacation didn't really nail you know the 14 year old me but that's not my parents fault that's me being a crummy teenager but um, you know, my, my life is awesome. And it's like, I also want to be aware too of like, where you just naturally want to share details that relate to people. Right. That's why like, like we're talking about family and then Rose is like, let me tell you about my family. And you're like, you're so freaking clueless to bring up. Like everything was wonderful for us. And of course she's embellishing because, you know, they had their farm problems too. <laughs> but, um, but it, it also is just one of those things where you're just like, come on, man. Like the, the last thing she needs to hear right now is like how perfect your relationship was because she's literally telling you that she's struggling with hers. Yeah. And, and we see Dorothy, like, um, you know, she's, pretty open with the girls but her and so uh she and Sophia aren't able to address it and they're not able to address it because they both are being stubborn right like it's not like a weird uncomfortableness um like at one point so Gloria decides that she wants Sophia to come live with her which is also like so annoying like you never call her you never visit also why are you never visiting if you're so rich I don't understand Gloria (laughs) um but so now she wants Ma too and um like, so she asks her to come do it. And instead of Dorothy being able to be like, I don't want you to leave. She's like, if you need any help packing, let me know. And it's, it was like a big, like roll my eyes moment. It's like, oh my God, you, you guys are being so silly. Totally. Totally. But, it, but honestly, even before that, that part's a bit ridiculous. But when she is talking, when Dorothy is talking to Gloria right after her, even though, even though, even though, <laughs> when they're, when they're talking in the bedroom the conversation flows really naturally and it actually divulges so much background information about the characters that just it feels normal and it leads up to this whole thing about Sophia leaving right that Dorothy and her can't talk about in you know in any way that a normal person would talk about um I just think it's fascinating that it's like that it's really good writing to make it feel natural even though again they just have to cram in this whole ridiculous premise of Gloria sort of stealing Ma um you know, in 23 minutes or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Sophia, like what you were talking about when she says, uh, help packing and whatnot, where she goes, I'll do that. And it's like this really dramatic, like pull out of, of, uh, the camera on Sophia where she's like in her room by herself. It's like such a painful yeah, moment. Yeah. They're so, they're so yeah. unable to like really say like what they want to say because they're both being so stubborn about it. It's so ridiculous. Um, and mm-hmm. I love when Dorothy tells the other girls that Sophia's going to move. Right. So it's like this really, and they're, they're shocked and they're like, well, you can't let her. And Dorothy's like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I can't, you know, she's just yeah. so defeated by it, but also, um, coming back to that point that like, she's a grown woman and she can decide whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the, uh, you know, they actually say, like, who's going to tell us stories about Sicily, which is interesting because we, we've only heard one, like, direct call out story about Sicily, right? Like, clearly, this is going to be uh, a thing, just like St. Olaf stories, like St. Olaf hasn't been mentioned yet, but like, there's still St. Olaf stories as part of Rose's character. I thought it was an interesting, like, allusion, little, little name, uh, nod to like, what's gonna come up ahead, or who the Sophia character is supposed to be. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> they really recycle this, um, like, big arc of like, somebody deciding to move out, like, 
either Sophia's yeah. going to take care of one of her kids or she's moving out because she's fighting with Dorothy or Rose is moving out because she wants to be with her new friends. Like, you know, that they, they really kind of like work that angle totally. a lot. They really do. You're right. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Actually, even in the first season, like there's at least three sort of threats to move. It's just, just interesting yeah. to cover. I, it's like, does this happen this I mean, much? Blanche is engaged twice. Market? Like, so That's I don't true. know. I guess it could be realistic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they're like kind of going back and forth. And, and we also do, you'd mentioned this before, but we hear about Phil, um, a little bit more. There's still no mention of like the big thing about Phil, which is that he likes to wear girls clothes, but, um, it's right. mentioned that he played with matches. So it seems like they're not totally sure what they're going to do with, with him. Um, but they, they want, you know, yeah. like it's been mentioned a few times, like he's the, the bad kid. He's like the, the black sheep, if you yeah. will. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny, the, uh, the Gloria being the baby, mm. right. Where Dorothy talks about her sort of torturing her to tell her that like, uh, you know, that she's not part of the family and like, they're, you know, she's scaring her at night and everything like that. They actually have a couple of sweet moments of the reminiscing about like the exciting, like even when Dorothy announced her, like my sister Gloria, like she <laughs> does have a, like, there's, there's somewhat of that complicated sibling relationship. She might drive you freaking nuts, but you have really nice shared memories together. Even if it's bonding over the fact that like Phil was a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother was strange. Um, yeah. And <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh, Rose. This is sort of unrelated to that, but when they're talking about um, their childhoods, Rose is talking about her imaginary friend, and she says, like, you, her imaginary friend wouldn't tell her his name, and it's just, like, very, like, sort of similar to how she had, like, the perfect childhood. Like, of course she had an imaginary friend who wouldn't tell her his name. It's, like, it's very it's on amazing. brand. Um, but I just wanted to go back to the B story really quickly because that's also funny. So Blanche is, like, convinced that she has the part of Lady Macbeth, um, obviously, because she... In Mr. William Shakespeare's <laughs> masterpiece, Macbeth. Um, just in case you and forgot. And like, sweet little Rose has to tell her that she's witch number two. No, number witch three. Number three. <laughs> oh, my God, but this also kicks off right like we've like have we have this whole um acting uh career right like or it's just like the hobbies of these ladies that it's so exciting that we're going to see more of this coming up and you know for even even dorothy too which is so funny but um but yeah (laughs) blanche goes i have been had and dorothy goes and i know and you still didn't get the part (laughs) it's just fantastic oh my god so good and then so when they do so finally you know dorothy um and Sophia make up and and it's you know obviously Sophia does not go live with Gloria um but there is like a funny moment at the end too when they uh what is Sophia giving them gifts or something but it's like revealed that she's stolen all of this stuff from them and the stuff she stole was so like on you know like lined up nicely with the the characters and then Rose is like I wonder if she's seen my umbrella with the duck handle (laughs) Which is yeah, perfect, and exactly. then Blanche is missing. You know exactly what exactly, umbrella yeah, that and is of course too. she like we believe that she would have it. But then, but then Blanche is missing an ankle bracelet. That's perfect. Like <laughs> it is, but also would Sophia right. take an ankle bracelet? <laughs> I just 
why that part really like struck me. I was like, oh, okay, we're veering off now. <laughs> but it's similar to how yeah. Sophia, we um, talked about it a couple episodes back, how she sort of gets away with cheating at games because it's just funny and cute. Yes. And it's like, yeah, if you had someone in your house who was going to, uh, so when she's going to move is when she's giving them the gifts. And, you know, like somebody that you love and they're leaving and you're sad that they're leaving um, and they give you gifts and you're like, hey, this is mine. It, it, you initially are like, how oh, a little thief, but she's just so cute that you're like, all right. <laughs> exactly. You're like, all right, time to go search your room again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, it is a very, it's a very sweet ending, right? They have, you know, like when, when Dorothy and Gloria are talking about, you know, Gloria says, it's not what Ma wants. You know, Dorothy had said like, you, you have everything. You have to have Ma too. And they also have this argument as sisters of saying like who was the favorite right like we, when you said we were talking about phil playing the matches clearly it's not <laughs> phil so it's the competition is only between the two of them and it's just very it's just a very sweet moment where gloria is talking about you know your life just seems so much more important than mine to dorothy and because it is it's like it's it's not superficial um it doesn't matter you know bert convey shops in her grocery store but that's about as exciting as the life gets and servants and a big house and california all this other stuff um but it is really funny because at the end like dorothy clearly after gloria kind of pours her guts out a little bit to her when when dorothy's about to go talk to sophia she's like are you okay or are you going to be okay to gloria and she's like i'm fine i've got what i need and you're also just like man you could do a whole sideshow about how gloria is actually not okay <laughs> like she's like living in this mansion just having the most superficial life ever. yeah it's like her psychological profile would be really interesting it's like and and she exactly. says like the only ambition i mean she doesn't say this outright but it's it's definitely um implied that the only ambition her parents had for her was to marry rich um and then no no they she says yeah like she goes, Ma looked at you and saw a wonderful future. Looked at me and said I should marry rich, which is yeah. like, damn. And then she's like, which I did. Very rich. So she has Very. to, again, let you know that she's super rich. We yeah. get it. Also, we why don't you give yeah. Sophia $1,200 to go to Sicily? Gloria. Yeah. <laughs> damn it. You're right. <laughs> they gotta have a whole yeah. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting because it's like, they sort of drop that there and it's like okay quickly resolve the gloria thing we yeah. don't care about her we have to go back to you know the girls we care about which obviously makes sense but god damn this rough. is a funny one though i i do like this one a lot um i think that like oh, yeah. you know sometimes the family ones um which i maybe it's just in the first season that it's so heavy on on guests but um we'll see as we go on i i guess i never realized like there's always um someone else in a lot of the time it's a, it's a family story um which makes sense when yeah. i think about how many of the relatives i know but i just you know watching them all in a row it, it sort of um it hammers at home um i think it's interesting because you know it, it would make sense that there's a lot of visitors to come visit them because you know if your parent your your mother lives apart from you like you're going to come visit if you're a kid or you know obviously it makes sense like oh i'm marrying this guy or <laughs> i'm having troubles or that kind of thing but um but yeah there's so many guests um which again it, it keeps it fresh of course but it's just it's funny because it's almost like i get when people like come to new york a lot right or maybe la a lot but it's like people are always passing through <laughs> miami which is just it's just really funny to me, you know but again this is this one makes sense it's your daughter visiting which is again she calls three times a year like you better visit god damn your mother's in her 80s and she had a stroke <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you it's hysterical but yeah th this one is really funny also just a few other notes like 
<laughs> when they're having the conversation where like Rose is t- talking about how amazing her uh, her family is and everything, there's like this tiny weird like tree or like tiny bush on the kitchen floor, <laughs> and it's really distracting. It's like right against the wall where the phone is, um, so you can't really see because it's like where Dorothy is sitting in the middle of the table. It's like blocky, but it distracted the <laughs> hell out of me, much like the giant thing of mustard in the previous episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they haven't gotten this next really yet. i definitely noted in another episode blanche is eating olives right out of the jar um which speaks more oh, to me yeah. than cheesecake so i i was happy about that exactly exactly um this is another episode too where like there's so many more tuxedo <laughs> nightgowns like that dorothy wears it's amazing i just i love it and it's so cute because it does remind me of like my grandmother wearing these like very ornate nightgowns like this is my specific nightgown wear but then it just takes the next level when it's a tuxedo shirt for b arthur <laughs> i google tuxedo nightgowns because i now i'm interested <laughs> um but you just <laughs> and- can't get them the way they used to make them you know well you know like blanche never wore them so they weren't in ruby's yeah. collection so i wonder what happened to the ones that b arthur actually wore <laughs> it's amazing but yeah no this one is great it's really funny and um it's you know it's heartwarming like i i love the part at the end where sophia says like you know most people my age have tr- children who are trying to get rid of them and it, you know it's it's just it's a really it's a good mark of a good family and a healthy relationship um despite the fact that they had a tiff and she was going to move across <laughs> the country for you know because her daughter doesn't want her haranguing her about dates um but but it's a good it's a good earmark for that age right where you talk about like oh my relationship with my parents or my siblings or whatnot but like for a mother that age of like having you know, your kids want to take care of you and want to be in your life as opposed to the, you know, what, of course, she's very pissed about, which is like leaving you in an old folks home, right? Like that's a, that's a very different um, end of life story than a lot of people have. And I appreciate the acknowledgement of how that's sort of yeah, special. No, I agree. And I think it does, you know, like Gloria is, is annoying and she's, she's showy and all of these things, but ultimately like she wants to spend more time with Sophia and she she wants to have a good relationship with Dorothy right like she doesn't she's not um there to throw it in Dorothy's face it's just like is how it is who she is um and she kind of confesses to that and I yeah. and I think that um it's a pretty it, it is really heartwarming and it's a pretty realistic I think depiction of like subtle you know old resentments and old tapes playing um but also you know trying to to move forward and forge family relationships that are like actually meaningful and not um just sort of out of obligation and and I feel like um Gloria you know kind of toes that line because she she's not so present and then she comes in and she wants to deliver this like whole new lifestyle to Sophia um it's kind of like cheap but overall you know I mean I think her (laughs) intentions are good yeah exactly like you can't separate the fact that like all right you have sort of these like not getting along with your sister but also like you can't help but look up to her you know it's it's that complex like you said forging a a true relationship as an adult um while you still carry with you everything from your child and you said look up to and that's a perfect segue to the next one (laughs) (laughs) well yes you could join us next time when we discuss how mocking little people in 1980s situational comedies attempts to come off as endearing (laughs) See you later, everyone.